Cash. Stacks. Stacks, are you there? Stacks, are you there? I am. Are you there? I'm here. Welcome to week two. What? You can hear me? This is insane. And there's a bit of an echo, but we're going to pray that goes away. Hello, 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 hello. Echo, echo, echo. Um, Cash. Yes. Cash is me. Yes, I know. I'm saying yes, you are. You're money. You're cash. But maybe I'm you. Stacked. Yeah. Well, Stacks got the cash this week. Congratulations on that $5,000 win. Thank you, my friend. You know what? I, I want to, you know, thank all the, uh, the the podcasters I listen to that kind of helped me get there. Uh, my man, Pete Davidson, shout out Pete Davidson. He had a little tip on Jordan Reed and that came through big. Uh, I'm going to give myself, though, a little little shine. It's it's daring to go double stack tight end. And, and that's, that's what kind of got me there. I had five tight end touchdowns uh, in, in a value that was, uh, I think, with Higby and Jordan Reed, we're talking under you know eight thousand dollars for five tight end or five touchdowns. That's just uh, mm, mm, so, that was beautiful. So I'm excited. I you know I was one point away or 0.7 away from 10 Gs, and word on the street is my my lineup was six points over the Millie Maker winner. So uh, I feel like I belong. I'm excited, and uh, let's go get some more for the rest of this year. Let's win the Millie. Let's do it. So, that's my that's my goal. So stacks. Uh, I'm. Trying to give some context here for posterity when the uh, the aliens pick this up and and right. listen to the podcast in the future. Um, Stax played in a fifty cent DraftKings tournament this past weekend. Uh, it was what uh, just a Sunday one and four o'clock game. Yeah, the thirteen game slate. It was a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar total. You know, purse kind of to everybody. Three almost three hundred thousand enter uh, entries were were placed, and uh, your boy got number two. Number two, it was it was intense, man. Um, he went from like fourth to second during overtime of the Chiefs game. Um, God bless time. Yeah, he had CH. That was uh, that was intense. He ended, you ended up losing by what'd you say? Point six. Point six, yeah, it was uh, uh, two hundred and fifty one point seven to two hundred and fifty one point one. Yeah, but super close, just you know. So razor's edge here, seven yards. I lost by seven yards. Yeah. So so welcome to the fantasy millionaires. This is this is where you learn to become a fantasy millionaire. If this entry was put in the millie maker, he would have won by six points. Stacks would be a straight millionaire right now. Well. You know what? I'm a thousandaire right now, so you know what? At least welcome to the fancy thousandaires club. Yeah. Cheers! I'm excited to be in it, and it's it's in it to win it. You know, I'm talking to, to my guy Mike today, talking to my guy Bo, talking to my guy Jason. This is what we're all doing. It's what we're all chasing. You know, Pete Overzet just hit you know uh, 3,400 in a tournament last night. Shout out Pete Overzet. Well done, man. Like this is the little guys getting some on the big dogs, and so uh, you know it's good to take down a little bit. And that was a lineup that I created on my own. Uh, it wasn't a, an optimized lineup, or I didn't put in, you know, 150 lineups. I put in five lineups. So that was it was two dollars and fifty cent investment. 
got me back five G's. I'm going to take it to the bank and then ask my wife what she wants to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I say so the word you're going to get some flooring for the lady, huh? For the ladies, you got to you know what? The ladies are really what run the world. Let's not lie. Uh, men are great. You know, uh, if you want to mess stuff up and, you know, break it and then build it up again. So, but the ladies, they're, they're where it's really at. I, I'm a big, firm believer in the ladies, and I live with three of them. And one day they might listen to this, and I want them to know uh, I love them. And I never talk anything bad about them because they'll get me. <laughs> but your lady doesn't think it's real. She thinks it's it's fake money somehow. Like, it's like a fake online poker account that doesn't have real money. She doesn't. She, yeah. she doesn't think... That you just really made $5,000 over the past no. weekend. No, it was really interesting. As, as it unfolded, I, I, I didn't open the app until it was 5.30. I, I opened the app at halftime of the second round of games because, you know, that that's just kind of where I want to see where I'm at, you know. Uh, and as I did that, I looked down and I said, it's, you know, 850 bucks. I was like, oh, whoa, that's something different. Let me, you know, let me investigate that. Uh, and I found out I was sixth place in this, you know, 125k uh, tournament, and I had players left who were playing, and the couple guys in front of me were out; they were done. Uh, so I went upstairs, I showed my wife, I said, "Hey, check this out, you know, like look at look at this." I showed it to her. She goes, "What are those green numbers with money symbols in front of those? What are those?" I'm like, "That's it's money. It's the money I'm winning right now." And she's like, "That's not real. Get out of here." I was like, "Okay, okay, fine." Went downstairs. Went to a thousand. I was like, oh, came up to her. I was like, look, a thousand. She's like, no, nah, it's nothing. I'll, okay, three thousand dollars. I was like, look, babe, I'm winning three thousand dollars right now. And she's like, that's not, that's not even real. I was like, okay, fine. Five G's to go upstairs and go, babe, this is real. She goes, I'll believe it when it's in my bank account. And I said to her, you know, honestly, I said, then you'll never believe it because I'm not putting it in your bank account because I want it. <laughs> you know what? It's not real till it's in your bank account. It's it, it, it. You know, it's funny. It. It takes about two seconds for it to get in there, but it takes a little while for it to get out. You know what? It's okay. I'm not rushing to get it out. Um, I, I like have I like going into DraftKings and looking up in the corner and just seeing you know five plus G's in there. It just makes you feel good. You smile. Yeah. You close the app. You're like, <laughs> I'm gonna just have a great day today and uh, not even sweat getting any of that right now. So uh, I'm grateful. I'm thankful, and uh, more to come. For well, sure. so that's the. That is a positive uh, week one report um, uh, or week two report. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into uh, not just our own uh, personal fantasy stuff. I, I don't want to talk about my weekend. I'm in the game right now. Uh, I have Henry Ruggs going and uh, he's got like, yeah, he's got like one point four points. So, um I think the score, let's just see at halftime, it's 141.4 to 143.55. And mm. uh, it's a nail biter. It might be the only game I win this week. So, not, we didn't have the same sort of weekend. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I wish you all the best in this game. We do have a great show today, finally on the air after a couple of flibbity flubs, but we're ready to go. We've got. Uh, our, our new favorite segment where we, we look at the, the management of your team that you have right now and we tell you know tell you what we think about certain guys. Are we going to be uh, elevating these guys after their week two performances? Are we going to mitigate them or we are eviscerating them? Um, after that, we're going to roll into the waiver wire. Who are the pickups that you need on your team? I think the whole NFL was injured this past week. I mean, it was nuts. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. After that comes my favorite segment. Uh, New England Baywatch. 
Yeah. There was a lot, great games this weekend. One of them involved uh, New England and Bay watching. So uh, we'll get into that. And then we have our NFL around the horn, three tweets, and we'll get you out of here within an hour. So thanks for sticking with us. You want to start with, uh, with elevate? elevate my yeah, friend? elevate. Um, so I think Antonio Gibson is now he's you know he's established himself not as you know. Um, not as someone that I, he's not an RB two yet. He's still a flex, but I think, I think Gibson is, has earned, I think we talked about him last week too. And we said to elevate him, I think he's sort of established himself as the clear cut back there. So, um, he was one of the first people that I was thinking right away because, you know, elevate is kind of, you can elevate him to from bench to flex, from flex to RB2, RB2 to RB1. Um, Jonathan Taylor just goes straight to RB1. Um, yeah, right. And our, our big pickup of the week last week, Naeem Hines, uh, he might be eviscerate. I I, I ended up uh, blowing a good amount of fab in a league where I have an awesome team so I could blow the fab, and I started him, and I lost that game. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's unfortunate. It, it it's it's a true story though. It happens more than you'd think, my friend. Uh, I like Antonio Gibson. I think the reason is that he has the potential. I think to be the PPR back there. We've always thought that. That's not a new, uh, you know, idea or anything. But you know, I, my, my guy who I picked up thought I was being a little sneaky. Picked him up for basically nothing on the, the next day. Uh, Mr. Peyton Barber. I think he had 0.2 uh, points. So, you know, I didn't start him, of course, but uh, he didn't spend anything on him either. But that's just some that's some straight uh, waiver wire evisceration there on, on my part. So I do like Gibson um, coming in this week. He looks like he's getting more touches. Bo McBigtime on the other end is is not a big fan. You know, he he's kind of just saying you know, he's getting volume, but he's on a bad team. What, what, what do you think about that? He is on a bad team, uh, but... You know, volume is king here in fantasy football, and that's you know what you just said. the 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 other backs, we still don't really know what Bryce Love's gonna do, um, so that's gonna be interesting. But he's just established himself as you know the one. He's the reason why they got rid of Adrian Peterson. Um, so you know, he was drafted as a flex. Um, or a weak RB two, depending on how you drafted, and um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's just at this point a plug and play in either one of those two positions. So, um, you know, and I think he's just going to keep getting better too. That's the thing is that he, he, he looks like he's going to have a good NFL career. So I, you know, is he going to be Jonathan Taylor? No, but. Um, he does look like he's going to have games where he gets you over 20 points. And if you have that as a flex or an RB two, you know, that's, that's what you're looking for. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I mean, you look at the average, he started out, um, at least in our league, he had around you know 7.3 points and then last week, 13.5. So he's averaging about 10.4. That's a, that's a flex. That's, that's, I mean, I hope you maybe have a, a better flex, but I think that's somebody, if, you, if you're maybe hard up for injuries, a lot of injuries are there, he's somebody you could go with. Here's somebody who I really hope you started uh, last week, and that is my guy, 
Deontay Johnson. I, I don't know why you wouldn't have started him, but let's just say, you know, you were disappointed week one. You kind of pivoted. Maybe you kind of, you know, were a little salty and, and you didn't start him. Uh, well, you know, last week he, he came through in a, in a big way. You know, he's somebody who I, I targeted uh, heavy, heavy target, you know, going heavy bone with it. Last week, 24.2 against Denver with a touchdown, 92 yards, eight receptions. So he should be a, a mainstay in your in your starting lineup, a wide receiver, two or three, possibly, depending on how you're structured, how deep your league is. Uh, and if you're loaded for bear, definitely a flex staple. And if you have him in your flex, like I do, uh, I have him and CD lamb in my flex. It's going to be hard to beat me this year, guys. So, you know, put him in your flex. If you have not started him, uh, he is safe. I think to go for the rest of the year, he's going to get a lot of targets. He's already had, he already has 23 targets in that yeah. offense. Uh, Juju does not have as many targets so far. So I, that wide receiver too is, is where I'm kind of pumping. Make sure you have him, and you never let him out of your sight. I, and it looks to me like um, I don't know where you ended up saying to draft Juju, but I know that I really, you know, down talked him to you and 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 forced you to adjust your ranks. Um, I do think that with Ben Roethlisberger back in the mix, um, I would I had him at the end of the fifth round. I, I would I would move him up if I could go back, but. Not that much. I, I would probably move him up to like the end of the fourth round because I do think Deontay Johnson is um, he's going to end up being the wide receiver one on that team. And it it looks like Juju's going to be, um, you know, used a lot more appropriately, uh, but he's still not going to be the most targeted wide receiver on that team. It's going to be Deontay Johnson. So, um, you know, that was somebody both the millionaires were hyping. And it's, as of now, it looks like it, it was, it was a worthwhile hype because he's playing that Antonio Brown role. And, um, yeah, he's getting the targets. So I love it. He's definitely, uh, I think I had him mitigated on, I think, versus you and, and crab cakes and, oof. I think I would have lost no matter what because you had Aaron Jones. but mm, mm. The Crab Cake, by the way, is another league Mike and I are in. It's a local league. We have some heavy hitters in there from the, the DMV area. And uh, I, I got eviscerated the first week. I think I only scored 82 points. My team looked terrible. This week, though, I'm the top scorer in the league. I might get 170. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. So uh, I agree with you on that. Here's somebody who you should put in your lineup. Calvin Ridley, by the way. If if you if you don't play him in DFS, RFS, TFS, TSA, you know, any SA, you better put Calvin Ridley is going to be a top 10 wide receiver this year. I called it before. Uh, and I love Julio Jones. He's great. But old man's limping and gimping and hamstringing. And uh, that's yeah, that's a PSA right there. That's a, yeah, that's a PSA from stacks. He's he's an auto start. Yeah, for I sure. Want you to plug and play this year? You're gonna get. I bet you get almost 300 points out of that man. He is just in fuego. And I didn't. I'm not trying to dunk on anybody. I'm just trying to say that's my guy. So that's yeah, my you, guy. You you've been on the the uh, you you you've been a Calvinist for a while now. So yeah, that's a great. You know what? I'm gonna get a meme out tomorrow with me praying in front of a Calvin Ridley. I love that. Thanks for the inspiration on that. I am a hundred percent 
uh, a reformed Calvinist. Stacks Stacks has been a Calvinist. He was a Calvinist last year. He he's he's I have been. Yeah, he 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 makes he he hides none of it. He's he's all about Mr. Ridley. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, who else? Who else is you know was was mitigated that should get elevated that that you think? Well, if you're not starting Russell Gage, you know, kind of sticking with the the Calvin Ridley theme, that's really kind of who I really wanted to get to. Russell Gage is a must play every week now, right? I mean, he he had nine targets the first week. You could have said, eh, fluke, you know, they didn't get Hayden Hurst the ball. Well, guess what? They got Hayden Hurst the ball. He got a touchdown. And guess what? Russell Gage got a touchdown, too. He is somebody who you plug in your flex and you play every single week. Uh, He looks like the second best wide receiver on that team right now. uh, And he is not injured and he is doing well. So, you know, he on that same offense, Matt Ryan, I was talking to somebody today about the conundrum that is the Atlanta Falcons, because we'll kind of talk a little bit about the game uh, later on the show. But what an incredible game. And it happened again. The Falcons blew a huge lead. Why does this keep happening? I have a little bit of a, a hot take on it that, that hasn't been pressed or, 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 or beat up too much. And maybe we can kind of work it out here. But it's almost like they set themselves up by being such an efficient offense. They can beat you so quickly. They have so many weapons. They throw points on the board. And they do well. And they get out. And that leaves their defense out to dry in the end. And by the time that the other team is catching up, their defense is, is gassed, yeah. you know, uh, and, and it's, it's a momentum swing. Like they, they, they go so far up and then they're like, and I don't even think they, they rest on their laurels or anything like that. You know, they're still trying, but there's the natural momentum swings of a game. They, the other team kind of starts getting back in it little by little. Uh, and then it becomes an overwhelming avalanche. And I just feel bad for the Falcons and, and you're gonna feel bad from all year. Cause this is what's going to happen all year with teams against them. And I think Russell Gage will be valuable each week in the slot. So that, that's one of those guys you want to elevate from your bench if you haven't already. Yeah, we had him last week as, as a hot pickup. So he, I think he's definitely um, – he's going from waiver wire to lineup. So Yeah. What, uh, what about you? you have any other position groups maybe if you're looking QB, how, tight end, I got, I got, RB? What, who's somebody that you maybe see mitigated and maybe through injury or other ways? It, it was kind of moving up. How about Gardner Minshew? Oh, yeah. What's going Gardner on with that dude, bro? Mr. Bud Light. Bud Light. I'm about to start drinking Bud Light again. And I, you know me. I hate that piss water. But, you know, I might get Minshew Mania this week, drink 78 of them, you know, score a few touchdowns, man. That guy's gone fire right now. I mean, who – seriously, who, who would have thought that the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to be a tough out every week? With well, with well, Minshew, well, here's the thing: not, not not even a tough out, just a sieve of of offensive explosion. Whoever plays them is going to shoot because their defense sucks, and then they have to throw the ball to get back in it. I kind of I'm not going to say I saw it coming, but I'll just say almost more than half of my dynasty teams, which is about 18, 20 of them, have Gardner Minshew as my QB two. So call me a prophet of of Gardner in some way because I stacked him with with, with DJ Shark. Here's somebody who, if you don't have him picked up, I don't want to get waiver wire friendly on you, but well, I'll wait. But there is a Jacksonville Jaguar. Well, there's a nice segue into who I say to elevate uh, because he used to be on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the reason why I thought they were going to be hot trash is when they let go of Mr. Leonard Fournette. And it seems like it's time to activate. Um, I'm not I'm not putting him on the pine anymore, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 I I 
I had him in week one in um, at least one redraft league. I just thought he was just going to go in there and by the end of the game, he'd have a touchdown or something. Nope. And so I was like, okay, well, it's going to happen, but it might not happen till week three or four. Well, no, it happened in week two. He's good to go. Put him in your lineup. Um, yeah. Rock him, sock him, robots with Leonard Fournette already. Yeah, he was catching the ball. Um, you know, he he's established himself as as the uh, you know the 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 most talented back on that team, and uh, had that nice little pointless touchdown at the end that you know just love it. Oh yeah, it was juicy. My, my my favorite was all of the SpongeBob gifts. You know, where his nose is all bent out of shape and his arms are backwards, and he's all akimbo. Uh, and, and and they were just like, but 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 Bruce Arian said that that Ronald Jones is the starter. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> those were some of my favorite ones because, um, you know, somebody I'm not going to say who, <clears throat> Bo, uh, was talking about playing Ronald Jones, and that was that's the only bad take I've ever heard that Bo Evers produced. So you know, we all get a mulligan, Bo. Well, you know, and uh, but, that's the know. thing. It, 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 like it, you know, based on the week before, uh, it, you know he. I knew it would happen. We just didn't know when it was going to happen. So, but I think he's, he's, um, he's elevate status. Uh, who are you mitigating? Ooh, man, the mitigations. Um, <sighs> dare I say Michael Gallup, because if he, next week he comes back and catches seven touchdowns, someone's going to bite me. I'm not going to mitigate him, but he's somebody who, if I put him in my lineup twice, I might've lost twice. You know, he might've been the difference in my wide receiver two or my flex position to cost me a game. You know, he's not produced yet. You know, he's not gotten over, you know, 80 yards. He's not gotten a touchdown. He's got, he's not really done anything. He's not been targeted as much either. He, you know, Amari Cooper and CD lamb are the one and two in that offense right now. And Gallup's the third, which is surprising to me because I really saw Gallup kind of taking the next step this year and kind of being a surprising uh, kind of sneaky little play, but he has not turned out to be that way. So right now, I, I'm I'm struggling to trust him that much. What about DeAndre Swift? What do you think about him? Is he is he mitigate? I mean, he had 12.7 points in our league. Uh, I think he caught six passes. You know, he's kind of like right borderline. He's borderline. I think the the, the 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 matchup needs to favor him. I think what you do is you have to look at the schedule and say, is there going to be a passing volume for him? Is there going to be opportunity for him to be in catch-up, um, you know, to come back, How, whatever it's going to be, you know? I've got a good one for I've you. I've got a good one. I want to know what no. you think about my boy, Mr. Golden Tate, now that Saquon Barkley is out. Do you think that that's an interesting elevate in future weeks to come? I, I do. I want you to know my feed went down, just so you know. That's all right. You're good to go on one. All right. So, you know, I, I'm I'm going to say that I think that, you know, Golden Tate is somebody who you want to elevate. You want to make sure that he's healthy, uh, for sure. You want to make sure that he's he's not um, on, on, the, uh, on the questionable side, kind of going in. Um, but I, I also think that, 
you know, you, you, all of those players kind of get a little bit of a bump. I, I think, I think you, you, um, but not that much because Daniel Jones is, is not that great. Let's be honest. That offense is just not the best so far. And you knew it was going to suck. You knew it was going to suffer. They're playing really good defenses. Pittsburgh's defense, really good. Bears defense still. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a long-term investment. I don't think I'm jumping him up right now on my elevate yet. He's on my watch list to elevate. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am interested in, uh, you know, probably, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what next week holds. I think he's still a mitigate for me, um, but I'm excited that I have him because I think that whole offense changes now. And I think with his skill set, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him step in. I mean, last week he got almost right around 10 points in PPR. I wouldn't be surprised to see him step in and start getting like 15 points. You know, they're just going to throw more dink and donks, you know, to, to get those chunk yards. And he's just perfect for that. So, yeah, no, I like it. Somebody who you definitely need to elevate. And it might be somebody in the waiver wire that you pick up because I know people are picking him up. But I mean, my my genius brain picked, had him, dropped him. Now I have to fight for him, possibly, if somebody doesn't have him. Jarek McKinnon needs to be an elevate in your lineup. With Tevin Coleman out with a knee and, and Raheem Mostert out, your boy out, you know, he's somebody who all of a sudden has a lot of upside. Jimmy Garoppolo left the game banged up. You know, I, I don't I don't love that. I, I mean, the San Francisco offense is kind of struggling right now, but someone's got to run the ball. Someone's got to get those catches out of the backfield. McKinnon might be that guy who's going to just elevate uh, you know, the rookie. Is it Jermichael Hastings? I think he's somebody who is someone to look at as well. Uh, he might be a cheap grab or like a next day grab. No one picks him up. Uh, you know, he might be getting some volume too because they need they need offensive weapons in the backfield right now. They got nobody. Who do you want to eviscerate? Ooh, okay, okay. So I mean, I I can personally pull up my own team. You know, I'll talk about some of the guys who I might want to eviscerate. Uh, Tevin Coleman on my lineup. He's somebody I might want to get rid of. Uh, you know, uh, Payne Barber. I'm eviscerating him. Miko Hardman. Uh, man, I think Miko has been a big disappointment so far. You know, big big disappointment. I, you know, averaging almost five fantasy points a game. I think. He's somebody who you might want to eviscerate. He's got big play upside potential, but he doesn't have any volume. They give him like one or two runs. I, 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 you got to eviscerate me, Cole Hardman. And it hurts me to say that because I love him. I wrote about him in my wide receiver two theory breakout. I thought he was somebody who was really going to be up there this, this year. And so far it hasn't happened. And maybe what I'm about, wrong. yeah. What about the Sammy Watkins injury though? I kind of feel like it might not be quite, the moment he does he did get a concussion so i don't know if he's going to be good to go this I, week i want to see how that progresses for sure um but i'm gonna know, i'm gonna say don't i'm gonna say don't eviscerate i'm gonna say don't eviscerate on mccall right. just right. because but uh the truth is is that a lot of people have already eviscerated mccall and he's just you know he's getting dumped um i'm gonna well, get i want him in in, in our league I think only 10% of people have him. So 90% of people have dumped him. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you picked him up. I was bu I was bummed when you did because I, I have Sammy Watkins. So I wanted the, the back up yeah. there. Um, yeah. Well, we'll talk BFFs later and uh, got a whole new meaning for that. Inside. I've got, I've got a, I've got somebody that I've just got to say it. Um, I've, I said it last week. I, 
can't believe I told everyone to draft this guy. He was one of the people I highlighted. Matt Breida. Ooh. Gaskins is apparently the way. Gaskin. Is it Gaskin, right? Or is it with an S? Is it Gaskins? I don't even know. It, like a ratchet gas i don't know i'm yeah I, I, miles yeah. miles miles not the seventh Sanders. round draft pick miles gaskin or gaskins yes. yeah gaskins um yeah. a lot of gas he, he uh you know uh preview for the waiver wire i i'm gonna say that you should pick him up because and that's the thing is he, that yeah Brita is not the guy. I, I, you know, it happens, and you just have to pivot. You have to adjust. I, every, everybody has been, you know, so far through two weeks. Um, Miles is available on all the waiver wires. Um, I think everybody's just kind of been waiting to see how this plays out. And I think Brita just, you know, for whatever reason, they are not throwing him the football, and there's just no point in having him. I mean, he's he's. I think he's had like four points and five points over two weeks. So, I you know, I would say eviscerate that dude. Here's another guy I think is worth potentially eviscerating. Curtis Samuel. Ooh, yeah. That offense is bad. Yeah. Well, 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 wait, wait. Maybe not. And and maybe with CMC out for multiple weeks, they turn to the pass more. So maybe we wait, maybe give that a one week hold and then we'll come back, put a pin in that. That's true. It could, it could, it could pivot the offense away. He's kind of like the golden Tate on that team. So them losing their big, you know, chunk yardage guy, um, he could get featured more. But the thing is, is that Christian McCaffrey is going to be back, you know, um, I mean the the injuries and ankle injuries, so I don't know the severity of it, but I I don't know two to three weeks or something like that. I mean it's you know he sprained his ankle, is what I understand. So um, yeah, it just doesn't look like Curtis. The reason why I'm ready to eviscerate is just Robbie Anderson, and um, you know he's he he doesn't get to be Curtis Samuel like he was last year. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I got one more guy for you. What do you do? What do you do with Preston Williams so far? You know, I he, know. He, he, yeah, just bad to quite bad so far. Yeah, 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 Not yeah. Targeted either. He's averaging six targets a game. That offense. He's had three receptions for a total of you know sixty-seven yards. That's 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 not good. That's I'm, not good. I'm in a league where uh, someone for whatever reason chose to eviscerate AJ Brown. And he, yeah, and Preston Williams is the worst person on my team. Uh, For whatever reason, the timing of it, I'll find out tomorrow. It's it's a first come first serve league, but um, I guess the way it worked, he he went on waivers, so he's on waivers till tomorrow. So um, I believe I should get him. So I will be eviscerating Preston Williams for AJ Brown. I I would say. Um, I would still say not yet uh, unless it is, uh, that type of situation, but I mean, I get it. It it doesn't, it it really, you know, if you're looking at the first two weeks, he is not, uh, he's not what we thought he was going to be. So, um, that whole offense is weird, you know, Miles Gaskin. 
Yeah. Well, what, what do you think about, and, you know, this is, you know, your boy Brandon Ayukin. What yeah. do you think about that guy? I mean, it's not that he sucks. It's just that offense is, I mean, just, it's, ah. It's, ah. yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, with all the rookies, I think, um, you're going to have to, I think CD lamb looks like the only, you know, sure thing, plug and play rookie. Um, yeah. and I think that that's how it's going to be for the first half of the season. Um, so what is Garoppolo's injury? Is a calf or, or is it an ankle? They all, the, all of them got banged up on that turf. They lost like four guys. They you lost know, Bosa. I, I, I tweeted out too. That that somebody I th- I don't know who it was but it was like uh, Tom Pelissero or somebody tweeted out that the New York Giants or the the Jets or the Stadium Authority had said that they had had it inspected previously and met standard NFL standard and had it inspected the night before and so then I said problem solved <laughs> you know what I mean like all right way to go you it was inspected I guess it none of those guys got hurt then you no. know. Um, which is just such a ridiculous idea in the first place. But, uh, you know, right now, you know, he, it, they, they're downplaying the severity of the injury. They're saying it's a high ankle, ankle sprain, you know, near the end of the first half. When you ever, whenever you're downplaying a high ankle sprain, that's like being like, yeah, man, this hickey, it just kind of like just got here. Like, just don't look at the hickey. It's not, it's not what you think this hickey is. Uh, it's a high ankle sprain. Like that concerns me right now. So, I kind of I'm downgrading everybody but Jordan Reed, uh, and and let's do this. Let's transition right now to waiver wire and and my first guy, my number one guy, the guy you want to get, the guy you pound the table for, you know, knock on wood if you're with me, and I got a wooden desk that's about five feet long for my college graduation present, no high school, sorry, graduation present. Thank you, Dad. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's college, whatever. Who knows? Uh, it is my guy, Jordan Reed. I mean, he looked incredible. I'm so glad he does not have a concussion right now. I hope he scores touchdowns all week long in practice, and then he gets more touchdowns. He's the only guy I trust on the offense right now, and that's insane to say that uh, because that's just nuts. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I got another tight end, too, that I can't believe I'm saying Dalton Schultz. Mo Ali Cox. I'm yeah, saying Dalton Schultz. Guys. Yeah. And it's the same sort of situation. I, you know, I was talking to him before last week, you know, on Saturday with somebody about, you know, should I pick him up? And I was like, I just don't think that guy's very good. And, uh, You're you know what? The system, the system is productive and he's good enough. Yeah. He's good enough. And the offense is so high powered. It's a shame. Yeah. We didn't get to see what Blake Jarwin would have done in that offense because he's definitely, oh, you know, he's just better. Oh, yeah. But well, I agree with you 100. I think this is what you're you're seeing. I think we need to get through this narrative of it. It, it takes a village, right, to understand the whole process of NFL DFS, daily value, weekly matchups. It's it's all. You're getting little pieces of the puzzle across the board. There's no easy way to understand it, right? It, it's a it's a big complex weekly beast that you're trying to tackle uh in every build every lineup everything you do here's what we understand Dak Prescott targets the lower middle of the field when you have Zeke Elliott you have play action you have that 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 in the backfield ability for Zeke to squirm for five yards every play 
that gives linebackers a bit of a pause. That gives you a little bit of an edge. And he finds those guys on out routes, on dig routes, on hooks, on on, on slants. That that middle of the field is open for business for CD Lamb, you know, for the tight end particularly. Uh, and so I, I do I love that pickup. I think that's a great pickup. He's not going to get you, you know, how many targets? Ten? Not he had ninety percent efficiency. I love that. You know, one touchdown, averaging almost ten yards a, a catch. That's that's the offense. You're right. But I do think he's worth you know at least twenty percent of your budget maybe right now. Twenty bucks would I hope gets it gets it done and seals the deal. I think he's worth it for the long run if you're down at tight end. If, you drafted somebody who's just, you know, sucking up your bench. If you got Zach Ertz right now, you know, please get somebody else. That offense, by the way. Oh, I forgot. Carson Wentz, eviscerate. I just, <laughs> I forgot. I, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Carson Wentz is a turnover machine right now. And I watched a breakdown of his film today. Uh, he is not seeing the field correctly. In that game yesterday against the Rams, they had a great isolation play run for that touchdown interception in the end zone. And he had a clean pocket. He did a nice little rollback, fake handoff. He had 10 yards. No one was around him. He did mm -hmm. not put the ball where he needed to. He was behind and he allowed the, the safety to come over to, to make that catch. So I, I think from now on until Carson Wentz can run around and do things with his feet like he used to, I'm eviscerating Carson Wentz. Sorry for the, the forgetfulness. I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, who would you rather have, Jordan Reed or Schultz? Dalton. Um, Long-term Schultz, because Jordan Reed has Kittle coming back hopefully in a, in a couple weeks. So I think Jordan Reed is is more of a, a plug and play. If you're if you're down, you got a, a guy who's hurt this week, or you're looking for value. I think Jordan Reed's more of that. Not long-term, but you know DFS-wise, he's also a play there too. So, uh, but yeah, long-term Schultz is going to be the guy there. It looks like. And even as is Bell the backup to him, I think I think you even look at him, right? Yeah. Because he might be somebody. I mean, look at him right now, but you know, if somebody gets hurt, he looked okay too. He had a catch. You know, when I saw him, I was like, oh, that guy, it's a big old man. Yeah, I, I was I just surprised with Schultz. I mean, he, uh, yeah, it's just you know, the system is what it is. I mean, he he had a fumble too, so uh, you know, but that system, it, it, he's he's gonna get into the end zone. This year, right. they're going to they're going to be in a ton of red zone situations. So um, he might be he might be at the tight end of the uh, of the season right now to add off the waiver wire because of Blake Jarwin. So I don't disagree. I think here's one thing we have to kind of get over is the surprise narrative of, of the backup being any good or like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, like the there's 300 million people in this country, 350 million. I don't know. There's a bunch of million of people. You don't think the backup backup. Backup is a good guy. Like those guys are ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, just you know, a little segue. Henry Henry Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry. I can say it. Uh, played pretty well this weekend. His backup is is uh, Donald Parham, who's a six seven freak who played in the XFL. You know, if that guy gets in there, if Hunter Henry gets hurt, people go, "Oh my gosh, who? Oh, I couldn't believe it. Who's this guy?" The, the guys, the next guy waiting to catch the ball. They got to put five guys on the field. Yeah. You know, Miles it's, Gaskin fits that too. You know, yeah, where we, it's have, like, we have to get over ourselves. The analytics guys, the film guys, the, I don't like this guy from Kyle's guys trash. Yeah. Yeah. He is trash. And, and shout out Jason Sarney because this week he got into a little Twitter thing back and forth 
with a guy. He just he said, I think Miles Gaskin has a better day than so and so. People trashed him, and then Miles Gaskin did have a better day than the guy, uh, and he didn't take a victory lap or anything like that. I put a victory lap out for him today, but sometimes the overall narrative of what the overall id is in fantasy football, what people think. It just rolls over the individualism of how matchups work and how games work and how coaches think. They're not us. They're not us. And so I think we really have to take what they give us and really that, that, use that you, that information. That's you know? the other thing too, why you just have to be adaptive, especially you know early early in this. You always be adaptive, but right. The more you adapt uh, against preseason narratives in these first few weeks, the better chance you have of snagging somebody off the waiver wire. I didn't adapt to last week with Matt Breida just because, yeah, I think he's more talented than Miles Gaskin, but Ryan Fitzpatrick likes Miles Gaskin. That's the other thing too. It, it's, yeah. it's not just the coaches. It's like, it's the quarterback too. So, I mean, he likes to throw him the ball. That's, that's yeah. who he threw him the ball six times last week so yeah i mean um he's he i think to me he's um you know just just like dalton schultz fits into where i would say you know to have drafted blake jarwin i would say well forget matt Breida, you know yeah. get miles gaskin yeah. you know because he yeah. might be the guy that in, in that offense i was definitely right about this Jordan Howard ain't doing nothing on that offense. It's just not possible. It's not his fault. If you put him on the Dallas Cowboys, he'd be fine. He'd be great. He's be DeMarco Murray. Yeah, he's not capable of moving the way he like Matt Breida is. If you I've watched the Matt Breida had some nice runs, so he you they you need speed with the 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 way that offensive line works and um right. so it's going to be the speedy shifty back in that that offense and it happens to be Miles Gaskin, so yeah. Well, you know, I, I like I like your takes, and you know, uh, speaking of of somebody else who's who's kind of you know takes I like wide receiver wise. There, I, I hinted at this earlier. There, there's a wide receiver who plays for the the Jacksonville Jaguar Jaguars. 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 You say wires. That's you a say... better name than the Jaguars. The Jaguars because they're wilding out this year. Keelan Cole, yeah. senior, uh, he, he's been targeted you know, a total, total so far, 12 times. Guess how many catches he has? Um, 10. Well, you're really close. If we were playing the junkie shootout, I, I count you a winner, brother. Uh, 11. Wow. 11. Yeah, 11 for 12. Wow. He, he averaged 9.4 and 9.7. So he's, he, he does get the possession underneath 47, 58. So he's not burning it up, but he's got a touchdown in each of the first two games. This is the thing. They're going to throw the ball because they're mm -hmm. going to be behind. And so I don't think DJ Shark is going to be as big as we thought he was. The whole offense is just going to is going to eat. LaVisca Chenault's going to get a touchdown every once in a while. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if. If, if uh, you know, James Robinson doesn't get more touchdowns. So, you know, th there's there's just going to be more offense than we thought. And I mean, I, I thought there was going to be some because of their terrible defense. You have to sling it around. There's going to be blowouts, shootouts, all outs with with the Jaguars this year. And so I think that's somebody who I'm going to be targeting in our league. I'm not going to tell you how much to spend on them because I'm going to be lying 
I'd say 10%, 10%. No <laughs> I need a wide receiver so bad too. So we'll see. So. I'm, I'm going to be trying to get him too. Uh, what do you think he's, he was, uh, so, so far for tight ends, we're saying Jordan Reed and Dalton Schultz. We have said for running backs, Miles Gaskin as our top pickup. I say Keelan Cole is probably the top pickup for wide receivers. What do you think of Mr. Chase Claypool? Oh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting snag. If you've got, if you've got room on your bench for him. Yeah, I really like his ability to stretch the field and his speed out of that slot position when they line him up there is ridiculous. He's so big too. I really do think he he's like he's got he's 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 the biggest wide receiver on that team. I mean he's he he's like red a tight zone, end. Red, red yeah. Zone. Yeah. Red zone. Right. Yeah. I'd be willing to spend uh you know maybe twenty percent to eighteen to twenty percent of my fab uh to secure him right now. Knowing that every week he's not gonna get those big, big, big plays, but I think every week he does have double-digit volume kind of as a floor. I think he gets you that, that 10, 11, 12, 18 sometimes, you know, gets that touchdown, three targets, you know, or three three catches on eight targets for, you know, 50 yards and a touchdown. Um, that's kind of – I think he does have that upside. I like it. Yeah. Um, what, what, what about what about some you, – you mentioned Gardner Minshew. Uh, if for some reason Ryan Tannehill is on your waiver wire, yeah. uh, which you know maybe he is, maybe he ain't, but if he is, uh, I, I would run to the to the waiver wire and grab that guy up because you know he he is just a, a, a game changer right now, and Adam Gase should just jump in a, a cold ice bath. And, and just chill out, man, because I can't believe how many careers he's put on ice. Uh, he should do it to himself because that guy is terrible. All his ex-players, Kaseki this week, <laughs> Kaseki's a beast. He's an elevate. I started him in a league and I crushed, you know, so. That catch uh, was good. ridiculous. That one arm behind his back catch. That was sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, uh, by the way, there's people out on there on Twitter this year. Who are fighting? Some of my friends fighting back and forth about uh, who who was who was you know you know Gasecki trash not trash, uh, and so I, listen, it's a silly argument. He's getting targets, he's getting volume. He he is a good tight end in that system. He might not be the best tight end that you ever scouted or you think in the in the annals of the. He catches what they throw to him and he catches touchdowns. Stop, just stop, people. Um, please. Before we get into New England Baywatch, um, mm. uh, we've got to mention you got to get. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, well, Sorry. you got to get Sorry. Dion Lewis. You got. Oh yeah, Dion yeah. Lewis is a must. You have to snag Dion. Yep. Uh, I can tell you, I was a smart little kitty cat in some of these dynasty leagues. Other people grabbed the Saquonaster. I. I I went, I went and got Dion. I have him. I got him in a lot of leagues. I'm really excited. So, you know, uh, yay me. Hey, hey, hey me. Uh, you know, I, I think he's somebody who sneaky little pickup RB wise too. Daryl, Darrell, Darrell Henderson, Henderson yeah. Jr. Yeah. Uh, 30% owned in Yahoo leagues. Get that guy. I got him. Playing. 
you know, get that guy. He's somebody who you want to sniggity snag as, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. And, um, you know, the waiver wire, um, let's talk a little, uh, let's talk a little new England Bay watch and go around the NFL. Uh, that was Forever and always. that was one of the best games last night. I mean, that was like I was telling my we wife were on the about phone. it. We were yeah, just, we were on the phone talking. That was like was a, that just... was like a movie script game. That was like oh, yeah, it oh, was it really oh. was. I mean, it was like Friday Night Lights. Like I like they got it. down to the one yard line with like two yeah. seconds left. I mean, you couldn't have built a better you know uh, storyline for that. No, not at all. I mean, he, and here's the thing. I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, this is how I roll. And I, I'll be honest. With you, I'm, I'm going to give you the, the cut of my jib. I'm going to get you deep down in my soul. You know, uh, I love particularly purposefully um, incredible feats of athletic accomplishment against each other. I love when Troy Polamalu intercepts a, a pass in an AFC championship game. I love when Ray Lewis intercepted or strip sacked or whatever got the, the ball from from Eddie George in in the in one of the games I think it was divisional game uh, against you know the, the the Ravens and the Titans back in the day I love those epic moments in history where incredible athletic feats happen the the, the David Tyree catch all, all these things I want that I want an incredible story an incredible drive and you're right man that we we're watching the game talking back and forth Touchdown, 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 drive, first down, game on the line, first and goal. It was everything you wanted. The NFL is back bigger than ever. Yeah. I love it. it, it there were so week. many great you know, games. I mean, and and Tommy gets his first win too. Um, yeah. I, I think when we're doing New England Bay Watch, the edge is My, definitely yeah. New England. I mean, New England is – they do really look like they're going to be right back where they always are. Um, Formidable. Yeah, formidable, but uh, Cam you know, and Julian Edelman are are making sweet, sweet, sweet love out there on the field, man. Over the middle is Cam the middle too. About twenty yards downfield, eighteen to twenty yards downfield is open all the time, all the time. I don't know why the safeties are so far back, but Cam is zipping these like so line good. drive throws all around, darts around 20, 15 to twenty yards. They're they look unstoppable, honestly. Well, they look great. That's the that's what's so fun about this drama of New England Baywatch is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're I mean, the 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 dream season would be they meet in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's not going to happen, I don't think. But uh, no, but uh, it's just so fun because I think, you know, Tom Brady is still good. And I think that that team is going to be competitive. I, I, I think I think that they're going to make the playoffs too. I, I, I do think that. But when you look at the Patriots, it's just wild to say it, you know, because it's the GOAT. But uh, they upgraded a quarterback. Cam. They're better with Cam. Yeah, he's better quarterback. Straight up. Better. Better better quarterback in the National Football League. Right. Yeah. Man, 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 what if the Bucks would have got him? What if he would have gone in the division I to the know. Bucks? I know. What happened, Bucks? You could have Tampa Bay watched it yourself. You could have been the just Tampa Bay watch. I'm you could have just been there. I'm so happy Belichick gets his hands on him, though, man. I just I because you couldn't you just couldn't put him in a better situation. Like 
during that game, they said uh, he is now tied with O.J. Simpson and Herschel Walker for rushing touchdowns. O.J. Simpson and Herschel Walker have the same amount of rushing touchdowns as Cam. Oh, Cam. Hey. Cam, oh, Cam. Cam is literally killing it. Yeah. We should ask him. Ask OJ what he thinks about that. Who? Okay, so there was, there was, man, it was, it was, it was a, it was a rough Sunday. A lot of injuries. Um, Devontae D- Adams. Talk about da- wait, 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 wait. Da- Dallas, Dallas. That, well, that's what I was going to say. Is is okay. yeah. I'm sorry. I no, no, no. It's fine. I, I was just mo- moving around the landscape because it was it was a rough week, and I was just going to name the guys, but. Um, Name them. Go down. Well, the, go what, the, the main, the main, the main ones are Devontae Adams, Raheem Mostert, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Prayers up Out for that dude. Um, yeah. Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell. Um, anybody else that's really noteworthy? What's Devontae Adams injury? Would you say what's Devontae Adams injury? Uh, he. They said not to sweat it. He said he'll be back this week. Okay. So I'm not worried about it if they're not sweating it at all. But um, it was crazy. There was all the, you know, it was just a bloody bad Sunday. But Drew, and, Drew, was, Drew Locke was knocked out of the game. Right. Um, Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. Bosa. Yeah, there was a, there was, quarterbacks were, were fair game. Garoppolo. Yeah. It was a different type of situation where you just saw a lot of people, you know, um, you know, the older Bosa brother. Yeah, was was hurt. I, I hate to see that man. I I hate that. That made me angry. I love him. Yeah. Uh, I I think that's the thing. I, someone kind of tweeted out something kind of snide, and I don't even know who they were. They probably have a bazillion followers, but they just said this is what happens when there's no preseason. Blah, 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 blah. That's stupid. Well, no. Here's the thing. All these things happen in preseason. Right. Like, that, that that like we just didn't have any injuries in preseason. Normally, we go into the season and guys are already hurt. And we know they're hurt because they get hurt in preseason. We don't draft them in in our leagues. You're like, oh, man, so-and-so got hurt. He's out for the year. You heard that in the preseason game. He tore his ACL just like somebody tears ACL, like Saquon Barkley. You know, and so I I don't – it's not because there's no preseason necessarily. That's not the root cause of it. Uh, It's just this happens to players when they play football. That's that's the cause of it. Let's just be honest. It just sucks because – uh, they the somebody tweeted out a graphic of the first nine rounds and there's just like X's over all the guys who are out right now and it's just more than normal yeah it's more than normal so uh, it, it's disappointing that after two weeks a lot of ships are sinking thankfully mine are not and if you're in the Scott Fishbowl with me <laughs> I got Calvin Ridley in there I got Julio Jones I got Matt Ryan I got Zeke I got Kareem Hunt I got Jarek McKinnon I got T.J. Hawkinson I, I got uh, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel's on the IR. Gra- Grappolo's a little banged up, but I got Fitz Magic to come in and throw around. I got rugs in there. I'm ready to throw down in the Scott Fish. This I'm guy, two in a row, baby, baby, baby. This woo, guy woo, really, woo. this guy really toots his own horn, huh? I mean, hey, goodness hey. gracious. Bastille. Ah, hey, listen. If you're not celebrating Oktoberfest with me, well, listen. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Earlier this summer. I did call Father's Day a week early. My bad. Here's what happened. I'll give the inside scoop. Michael liked this story. My daughters came down on a Saturday morning, and they were all cute and, like, 
gushing and like blushing and like looking at me like I was like a rock star. And I was like, what do you got? What are you girls doing? You guys look so cute. They're like, hmm, we're doing Father's Day stuff for you. I was like, oh my gosh, Father's Day stuff. Rose is like, happy Father's Day. I was like, it's Father's Day? I was like, I what? Like, it's, this is the Father's Day weekend? So uh, Saturday isn't Father's Day. Sunday is. I just, it snuck up on me. You know, it was, it was, I was like, what? No clue. No clue. It was not Father's Day, by the way. Father's Day was the next week. But my, my daughters were doing a Father's Day thing. My wife says, happy Father's Day. I trust my family. I'm just like, cool. I go with it. I go to the store. I buy beer. I buy a bottle of liquor. Uh, I go over. I make a beer kit for my father-in-law. I go to his house. I deliver beer to him. I talk to him and my mother-in-law for you know half an hour outside. I'm just like, happy Father's Day. I give him the beer. Genuine. Just, you know, like, I love you, man. You're my father, you know, in law. And you know, I get, I go home. I get on Twitter. I drink my beer. I talk about it. Happy Father's Day. Uh, and you know, then Denny Carter, uh, he you know, kind of makes fun of me a little bit. And he's like, uh, now you're just like creating your own Father's Day. Huh? You know, you just think you can like shift weeks in the calendar or whatever. I was like, what are you talking about, man? And I just kind of go with that laugh. And then later he DMs me. And he's like, hey, man. My wife thought it was Father's Day too. <laughs> and I had to tell her it was not Father's Day. That's next week, bro. And I was like, oh my gosh. I look back at the tweet and I'm like, it's a video. So I'm like, just like, hey man, from one father to another, like happy Father's Day. I'm so earnest. I'm just so like genuine, like cheers. I drink a beer. I'm just like, God bless you. Happy Father's Day. And people are like laughing and laughing. and So somebody said to me, about Oktoberfest, I tweeted out this weekend. They said, Scott, is this a real Oktoberfest? Or is this one of those made-up ones like Father's Day? <laughs> is that how we got to this story? Because I, I, I was really wondering what the point of this story was. <laughs> what, how did, what does this have to do with fantasy football? Okay. All right. Well, happy Father's Day to you, sir, and happy Oktoberfest. Um, yeah. Uh, well, let's, let, let's, we're going to do three tweets real quick. Hold on. I want to know, yeah. we talked, we didn't, we, uh, the, the games of the week to me were Seattle and Dallas. Um, yes, that, 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 well, that, that comeback was, uh, oh my gosh, Ooh, man. And, yeah. and my guy, CD lane was eating in that fourth quarter, just target, target, target. And that, if, if Dak would have got the ball up just a little bit, a little bit, yeah, he's got a touchdown. He, he, he does get me that, that 10, 10 G's, but. We'll work on that with Dak. He only had like 40 plus points across the board. He was ridiculous. I got to I got to ask before we do three tweets. Um, yes, sir. So who's going to the Super Bowl now? All right. Are we adjusting I, I ranks? I think last week I said Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. I think I said that last week. Seahawks. Uh, yeah, I think I said. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to go with them still. And then uh, I, I'm still. Ugh, I mean, now I think I think I said Baltimore I think last you did week, too. and you said, you said the Chiefs. You're yeah. a Chiefs guy. Um, I don't think I'm changing that. I think Baltimore's still there. I think I think I, I don't know. Do, does Baltimore play New England this year? I haven't checked the calendar, the schedule. Um, maybe I can look that up real quick and just see. Yeah, I don't uh, know. The, you know. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I hope they are. Uh, I hope it's a Sunday night game too. That would be phenomenal. Um, 
Yeah. Let's just check out the schedule. I'm pulling up their schedule now. And Baltimore is. Uh, I do not. I do not see, see it. So. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. I okay. see it. It's a. It's a primetime game on November 15th. Yeah, week 10. At New England. Yeah. At New England. Doesn't that, matter, though. But that, That's going to be a big, big, big game. I can't wait for that. I'm so glad the NFL did that. Thank you. Thank you, NFL. Um, that's all. Yeah. I I, I, I think Baltimore is, is definitely – they just don't look like they're going to lose games. So, um, yeah. I think Baltimore um, – Baltimore Chiefs, I'm going to say – Last week I said Saints Seahawks in the uh, NFC. Uh, Saints are currently losing to the Raiders, so I, I don't know. I guess I'm back on Dallas. I think. What's Dal- the score of that game? It's twenty four seventeen. What? So, how many minutes are left? Uh, it's fourth quarter, so we'll see. Um, what? It's in the fourth quarter. Eleven minutes in the fourth quarter, so they they've got enough they've got enough time, but um, yeah, the Raiders are just. Missing. They're missing Michael Thomas, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I, I, I'm interested to see. I think I think that Seattle is the clear-cut favorite in the NFC, um, but I am very interested to see. Um, well, wait, wait. They did lose Bruce Irvin, and uh, you know he's a key linebacker for them. They lost him. He's out for the season, and they lost another defensive player too, I believe, uh, with a with an ACL. So their defense. They don't is need be a defense. So they're gonna. They don't need yeah. a defense with Mister Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited, Unlimited is Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited is just gonna take them right right to the Super Bowl. So you know what? I tweet I tweeted out yesterday at him. I said maybe at Dangerous Russ, whatever. Is really Mr. Unlimited. Like you gave him that chance just to sling a ling it, man. I I love him. And by the way, in the league of record, your boy got him in the in the sixth round. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Nice. And he just he gives me value. And so I played against somebody who had Chris Carson last night and DK Metcalf. Guess what? My guy outscored both of them, and all your points are my points almost. So what what what? Mr. So, Unlimited. Yeah. There he goes tooting his own horn again. Mr. Unlimited is Sorry. uh <laughs> call me Mr. Call me toot. Stacks is now toots. Um Toots is tooting. Count. Call um, me counts. Yeah, okay, yeah, Toots. Um yeah, I think I think Mr. Unlimited, but I am very excited to see. I do think that win that Dallas had was pretty cool. So I'm 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 on the I'm I still think the Saints are going to be a really good team. Um, but I think it's Mr. Unlimited versus Mr. Mahomes in the in the Super Bowl. So yeah, man, that's uh that's pretty much that's all the fantasy shtick we've got for you. Um, you want to do three tweets? Yeah, let's jump into three tweets. Let's um, wrap it you, up. Know, you you have yours. Okay, I uh, sent them to you. Do, do you want to go first? Because you're controlling the whole the whole yeah, shabazz. I, I can go first. So I'm not even going to put mine, you know, on. So set up yours and tell me who did yours and all that kind of good stuff. Okay, I sent it to you. This is Rex Chapman. This is um, firefighters literally fight fire. Also, firefighters 
fighting conspiracy theories on TikTok. Not all heroes wear capes. Okay, so let me uh, share the old screeny. And this, I, I just. Now there are a lot of fire. Okay, this you know so there's a this, lot of there's a lot of conspiracy who, theories going around. I don't know if you've seen these about the who, fires. Who, okay. Tell me, tell me when to, to push play on my end so I can kind of just watch it myself. And I'll hear your video. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you. All right. This is about uh, the, this is an actual firefighter um, responding to all the <laughs> conspiracy theories online about uh, okay. what's going on with the firefighters. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. A lot of fires going on right now in our country. Uh -huh. Was it planned? Here's something no. so crazy that it might be true. So if you haven't Probably been not. watching the news, the only thing besides Corona and the election is fires that they're talking about. But is it yeah. not weird to you guys to know that the fires know when to stop at the border? Because it's mean, a U.S. database here, map you're looking at. Zero not going to be reporting border. Canada fires. Look at all the stuff we have. Not to mention Look that up Canada, zero though. story is about how any of these other fires started, except for this one that Campfires, lightning Just strikes. Like nowadays, this is not very debunked, newsworthy. Though. However, I have something to show you that hasn't been debunked or even talked Probably about. Probably is. And the reason why is because I don't think a lot of people have this. Now, what you're looking at are all half-burned trees about 40 miles from Grand Canyon National Park. I screenshotted oh, the video so you can there. see the half-burned trees. But wait, it gets weirder. But if this was just a regular fire, why were there that's literally not there. The place, I've including on some worked of the there. Logs that were it down. even and looks edited. Come on, guys. I like that guy. It looks edited. I like that. That's hilarious. Yeah. I That's just, so my funny. favorite part was the, the, the maps thing because that did tweak me oh. out. Like, I was just like, what is going on? Why are. Like, I don't know if you've seen some of these. Like, but I saw one where, like, drones were starting fires, and I was like, Oh my gosh, man! Like, like, the, yeah, and it's just like, no, it's just, it's just a U.S. database map, dude. Like, <laughs> there are other places. So that's hilarious. Yeah. All right, so I want you to go to the video of Denny C. D. Carter, All right. my guy, thirteen. Okay. It's called NFL coaches during COVID, oh. and uh, get that thing nice and big on your screen because right. you know it's it's. It's, I love it. It's great. All right. Three, <laughs> two, one, Denny. <laughs> That's awesome. He's just not talking. Oh, no, it's holding. That's holding. You get him. Here, you, you come here. Takes the mask off, spits, <laughs> and puts the mask back on. To now he's breathing heavy everywhere. This is Matt NFL Garfield. coaches during Matt COVID. Nose. It's on his chin. Yeah. <laughs> he's yelling. That's his nose is open. Did you see Belichick doing his weird thing with his mask? Yeah. yeah. He's making fun of all those guys not following the rules. Yeah. So I'm going to give you just... the win. That's, that's, that's a winner. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... <laughs> My my tweet is my own. Okay. Um, oh, Toots so is up again. Toots is tuning <laughs> it up. <laughs> Toots picks his own tweet. All right. Yeah, big shocker on that. Well, what do you got, Toots? It's all about me today. Yeah. Call me the 5K guy. Yeah. You know, call me Mr. 5K. 5K. You know what I mean? Toot, yeah. Toot well, call, this, call this guy the million-dollar man. He doesn't tweet. He toots. Million dollar. 
Yeah, so pull it up. It, it's it's the one that just says, um, I asked my wife if she knew who this was. I might care about what it says. I want you to pull up the picture. Is That's what the I one care about. Okay, Boomer Carter or No, this is this is hold from on. me. Okay, hold on. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, just pull this picture up. Um and, and then like I don't care about what I've tweeted. That's not really what we don't need to read that. Yeah. Uh, I just want you I just want you to describe the picture that I put up, it's not my picture. I didn't yeah. create it or anything. Yeah. Uh, who's in the picture? What's going on in the picture? Just give us a little ex- explanation. I'd love to hear what you think about this picture. Well, um, I had seen this before. Uh, this is Christian McCaffrey in some weird photo shoot that he did. And, um, I, you know, Fair. what is it? Vanity Fair? Is that what it was? Possibly. I think it might have been that. I'm not sure. In this particular picture, he um, he has his pants folded down at the top. Uh, he's abolitious. Uh, not a big shocker. A guy in the NFL is abolitious that, that, that plays a skill right. position. Um, but he has a little, little happy trail from the pull-down point to the, the belly button. And that he's we have wearing to, right? a That's pink it. scarf with a cowboy hat. And I very much pull down ties, pull down ties around the scarf that are, are cinching it, and then the ties are dangling with a white bead in the middle of two blue beads on both sides. I mean, it's it's pretty, it's pretty. I like it. Well, I will say, um, white cowboy hat. I would think that this was photoshopped. Me, bro. I, I I wouldn't believe that that he really agreed to take this picture, but he did. <laughs> He said, "I'm going to pose." So, yeah, I, I'm. I'm just very intrigued by this because, um, you know, this this is not something you know that I would think that Christian McCaffrey would ever get roped into. And if you if you can see the picture, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, he. It's it's very odd that he got roped it's into wild. this. Yeah. 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 Like now, there's pictures on the internet for dudes who really didn't ever know Christian McCaffrey was, and now they do. Yeah. Well. You know, it's a whole new world, brave new world for Christian McCaffrey. So. God bless CMC. That's it's a weird picture, but yeah. God bless the CMC. Well, week well, two after a lot of technical difficulties. Uh, God bless you, Toots. You are the man. Five K. Um. You guys should follow Toots on the internet. He uh, he does give good good info, and he's got a little plug for our boy Bo. Yeah, and so if if you're not uh, aware of this, you can get hot box batch uh, sauce yourself at hotboxbatch.com. Go order a bottle of this. Bo will send it to you. If you ask for an autograph in there in the comments, I'm sure he'll he'll autograph it for you. Bo knows. Bo, you can write whatever he want. He'll write it on here for you. You know. This is great hot sauce. It's delicious. Mike loves it. I brought him an extra bottle, right? I got you dapped up again. God bless you, bro. You know, are you on to number two? Yep. Or or what's going on? Yeah, I'm on to number two. I was so excited when I found that. I was like, I thought he only got me one. He got me two. And now I'm on to number two already. Dude, I knew you were going to need it, bro. It's just that good. And so, Bo, we love you. And uh, shout out for your hot sauce. And, uh, Mike, I can't wait to bring it back next week. Hopefully we're all winners again, and you know we got a little bit more money in the purses. So yep. peace out, guys. Yep. See y'all next week, week three. Peace. Peace.